original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be distracted by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Enjoy them as much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday... I thought we could mark this November the 5th, a day that is sadly no longer remembered, by taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. Let me think, just let me I think. Expect even now, orders are being shouted into telephones, and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's Chancellor Sutler. Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't there? You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You told me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have senses and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and subverting your submission. We cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. <laughs> there is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Uvo Sather. 
find Navia. The Crixus and the other Gauls chase lost hope. Spartacus! The decision's been made. We must stand as one. Or fall. Divided. A lesson hard learned. Shackle will be struck from every slave upon our path. We will see our numbers grow. And when they have become legion, we will face Glaber and the hordes of Rome again. And the gods shall weep for their suffering. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Christmas Day. Oh, yes, it is. As I try to get Facebook 
my love hate social platform i'm live you're you're working oh geez thank you finally i'm freaking believable okay welcome to another exciting episode of the original red pill show today is christmas day did santa claus bring all your favorite gifts and everything oh yes i might have some christmas stories i don't know Anyway, today is Sunday, December 25th, 2022. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. That our written consent, you can just ask finally. Shows opinionated. The host, especially. That sounds good. No parts of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. That our written consent, you can just ask. Yeah, finally. Shows opinionated. As I check levels, audio levels, because they've been weak lately. So, anyway. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, especially me, callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room, and whoever the hell else is on the show, even fat ass Santa Claus, are always and will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice, if you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person. In his or her fetal there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name. Broadcasting live from the wonderful town of Rodland, Colorado. Yeah. Where are we freezing our asses off? 16 below. Whoa. So I have a lot of a uh, lot of things to say. A lot of things to say. First of all, I have to put out all these disclaimers, okay, and sharing some stuff. Uh, first of which, I have to refill my coffee cup. So hang on a second here. All right, so uh, good morning. For all intents and purposes, I don't know, just like anything, how this show is going to be perceived. And uh, trust me, what is in my head and comes out of my mouth and auditorily into your ears, into your brain, and then what you process, I'm sure is um, I try to resonate with, with people, but... Uh, through sheer honesty and what I see the truth is I see it and know it. And, uh, I don't know if that's going to be conveyed, but it is my intention 
just want you to know that I am not here to put people down, to bitch, to vent my problems and my situation. And I'm going to explain this as quickly as I can. So there's this perception or judgment that if anybody starts talking about themselves, listen to every word I'm saying, starts talking about themselves, not making it all about them and then using it, well, I did this and therefore you should do that. And, you know, that, that's a sign of a narcissist. Uh, it, it's, um, this is not narcissism. And in fact, when a person who has experience in countless hours of professional therapy, books, self-help groups, church organizations, yada, 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 yada. And quite honestly, people that have leadership abilities, they, they will refer to themselves. And that's why I do this number one. And when they start referring to me, if I didn't have experience or anything to share, this would be a very boring, quiet, non-existent, whatever this is podcast, whatever. But when somebody starts making it about them and they tell you, well, you should do this and I would do that. And it's like, you know, even then it's a little vague of narcissism, but if it's all about them and there's no options and do it my way, or there's no way, uh, you might have a narcissist on your hand. And then when they don't get their way, they get mad. Then he might even dip into the realm of a psychopath and a sociopath. And boy, isn't that just a great, great segue to fucking Christmas. I'm going to get into that right now. But I'm saying this because Christmas fucking sucks, man. I mean, this is my perspective, my experience. Okay. Right now, snapshot in time. Next year, I mean, I might be on the beach. I might be in Vegas. I might be with the love of my life and celebrating it with kids. And isn't that what it's all about? But I'm sorry, that's not my reality. And I would be delusional to think otherwise. It's not. And it sucks. And in fact, some people that are around family have shared with me that their Christmas fucking sucks too because of family. There's that word again. Now, am I going to fix things? A friend said to me, you can't change what happened. And I didn't even comment, and it's true. But I can try to help prevent what can and may happen. For instance... This would be a person talking, well, I find to be have high values and morals and ethics, and uh, I really don't believe in premarital sex, and I believe in the Bible and all that stuff, uh, but I got to go because I got to go to the strip joint. Oh, really? 
or yeah, I, I don't, I don't really believe, uh, in chemicals and drugs and do this and mind altering substances. But, uh, you know, I got to cut the show short here. Uh, Christmas has been real rough. I got to go hit the bar. You see what I'm saying? I think, all right, I'll just flat out freaking say it. Every single family that I've met, depending on the degree of dysfunctionality, is really bad right now. And I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting to get mine included. That it's like I said, and that's not narcissism. And I'm not going to keep interjecting that. Okay, I can talk about me because it's me. I can't piss off me, although I can. Can't argue with me, but I do. I look at point counterpoint, and sometimes in all questions and reality, which this could be fucking used against me, but it, it, it's the blatant truth. Sometimes I question my perception and sanity on some situations. That's just brutally honest. It's like, wait a minute, Tim. Maybe you're the crazy one. But maybe not. Or maybe so. I mean, you know, I'm not perfect. I've never been clinically diagnosed as insanity or anything of the kind. And quite actually, everything that I've told therapists, they'd even told me to do more of it. And this isn't somebody out of the yellow pages and younger generations like, what the fuck is that? Whatever. Uh, you know, this isn't somebody that's standing on a street corner saying they're a therapist holding the sign saying, we'll work for, you know, whatever therapy help or, you know, they'll give it whatever, whatever, you know, these are people that are professionals. They've written books and I'm going to kind of start it with this and I'm going to back off a little bit and I'm going to progressively get into this because the last thing I want to do is bring people down. But I think a lot of us are living in apathy in many ways. And if you do your homework on societies that have failed, one of the final stages is apathy. And um, that's what I'm seeing. And it really concerns me. So there's a little bit of, am I going to make your Christmas better? I don't fucking know. I, I, I would love, sorry for the F-bombs. I would really hope so. Because if you get anything out of this show, you may be the problem, but I really highly doubt it because number one, you're listening to me. <laughs> and I don't, attract people that are the problem or the issue. It's quite the contrary. I attract people that are trying to be a better person. And I was just told that yesterday. I got some great compliments yesterday, which I will share here. But I'm not going to say I have it figured out. I'm not going to say my perception is the all truth and reality. And therefore I declare this is what's really going on. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know as much of what's going on at Christmas as I do in the geopolitical arena. I, I don't, but I am. And I always will try to figure it out because the ultimate goal is peace and happiness. 
And for some reason, Christmas, especially, I think, out of all the holidays, just fucks everything up. Okay? That's what I'm going to say. Even if your home isn't broken, destroyed, fractured, never to be repaired, irreparable, cast people out of your life, it still fucking sucks, okay? So, uh, and it's not getting any better, even to my best efforts, which I will share too, um, because ironically, and then I'm going to get into just a little bit here, but I've made actions and did things to get my quote unquote family back together. And uh, I did. And uh, guess who's sitting here without one fucking family member around? Santa Claus didn't even fucking stop by. So I must have been. Uh, actually, I saw Santa Claus yesterday. And he said, You're on my naughty list. And I go, I am. Hmm. He's just fucking with me. But. Uh, somebody I haven't seen for a while. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, okay, but we had a really good, really good conversation about some things. I haven't seen him since I moved back here. He's a manager, at a place I used to take care of. Really nice guy's wife. Uh, well, I haven't talked to him since I seen him, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Oh, this, that. I go, yeah. Well, I kind of heard, you know, I don't like meddling in people's personal business and it was kind of in a roundabout way he told me what he was going through and uh he told me right from his mouth which i like hearing the best uh hear it from the horse's mouth that uh his wife had kidney transplant issues and then she was great and then her pancreas went out and then she got a transplant and then she had some complications with that and uh, I guess she's doing good now. And I said, that's awesome to hear because you know, he's back at work. So obviously um, things were good and uh, really nice, great guy. I mean, from, uh, from what I know, you know, you know, you don't know people. Put it this way. You really don't know somebody till you live with them, I should say. But you don't know people on the outside of their world and then, but when they're inside their world, I either house or home or whatever, you could be dealing with a totally fucking different person. Say, me, I'm me, this is me. So, and in fact, when I'm inside and I'm doing this stupid shit, you're finding out more about me than you would if I was standing in front of you. Because this is a, I don't know what this is. This is talk. It's auditory. This is human interaction, which is another thing I'm going to bring up, which is severely lacking because we're all avatars, which I'm going to go see that movie today, but we're all avatars or handles or whatever you want to call them in text on a screen in pictures. And it's just like, okay, really? Am I really dealing with this person? I would just rather see you in person, pick up your vibe and talk to you like a fucking human being, but that's not happening and it's getting less and less and less. And actually I think a lot of our social skills are going in the shitter because of social media. 
because it's not used correctly. It's like a firearm. Firearm's bad because it kills people. Uh, yeah, but a firearm, uh, fire, a firearm also protects your ass. It's not the firearm, i.e. it's not social media. Although, if the people, i.e. holding the gun or the people, i.e. running the show on social media have an agenda, we just look at Twitter right now, he don't even know what the fuck is going on. And and that's the whole thing. And it, you just can't tell me that there is some, because this is what I see. There is some type of agenda to destroy the family. What is the family? Uh, you know, uh, it's uh, the family guy. It's a cartoon on TV. I, all in the family. It's a show from the 70s with Archie Bunker. Family Matters. All these all in the family. There's a lot of family affair. That one goes way back uh, when I was a little kid. Uh, family, 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 family. You know what? I want to look that up because I really don't even know what the fuck family is. So let's see. Should we use Wikipedia? I don't know. That's what I was told to do. By a friend, I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, family. F-M-I. Family. Oh, are you a family? What does that mean? Family. Wikipedia is not for sale. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> this article... Is about the group of related people for the taxonomic rank. <laughs> Can you just give me a definition? Fucking, I don't want an education in words. I have no goddamn idea. Sorry, I don't know what they mean. Family is a group of people related either by consanguinity, which is recognized by recognized birth. Why can't you just say that? People can't understand any words that have more than two syllables because it's all idiocracy now. We have achieved idiocracy. That is true. Anyway, um, consanguinity, granuity, I don't know. By recognized birth is what that means. Or affinity. By marriage or other relationship. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> the purpose of family is to maintain the well-being. Okay, listen, people. Listen to all you assholes and bitches, drama bitches, drama queens, and assholes, and weird uncles, and all you weird motherfuckers. When you get around family, you're just a fucking dick. Okay, or bitch, listen to this. Shut up and listen. The purpose of family, of the family, is to maintain. This isn't the Bible or nothing. This is Wikipedia. Go look it up yourself, okay? Oh, you're just a Bible thumper and reading out of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, okay. The purpose of the family 
is to maintain the well-being of its members and of society. Ideally, families offer predictability, structure, and safety as members mature and learn to participate in the community. Historically, most human societies use family as the primary locus of attachment, nurturance, and socialization. Anthropologists classify most family organizations as matrifocal, which means a mother. I like that they put in parentheses what the fucking word means. A mo- sorry, the, a mother and her children. Patrifocal, a father and his children. Conjugal, 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 C O N. G U, sorry, C O N J U G A L, which is a wife, her husband, and children. Also called the nuclear family. <laughs> the nuclear family? Okay. Uh, Avon Circular. No, Avon Circular. Fuck. A V U N C U L A R. Avon. color I don't even know I've never heard of these words and it's probably a problem Uh, which means a man his sister and her children or extended in addition to parents and children may include grandparents aunts uncles or cousins the field of genealogy aims to trace family lineages through history The family is also an important economic unit studied in family economics. The word families can be used metaphorically to create more inclusive categories such as community, nationhood, and a global village. This is your homework, kids. It's my present to you. Social. One of the primary functions of the family involves providing a framework for the production and reproduction of persons biologically and socially. This can occur through the sharing of material substances such as food, if you can afford it, the giving and receiving and care of nurture, nurture kinship, journal rights and obligations, and moral and sentimental ties. Thus, one's experience of one's family shifts over time. (laughs) No shit. Did you hear that? Thus, one's experience of one's family shifts over time. That needs to be a plaque and put on my wall, for sure. From the perspective of children, the family is a family orientation. The family serves to locate children socially and plays a major role in their encoloration and coloration. And socialization and coloration. What's this mean? Is a process by which people learn the dynamics of their surrounding culture and acquire values. What are those? And norms appropriate or necessary to that culture and its worldviews. As part of this process, the influences that limit, direct, or shape the individual include parents. Otherwise known, in my opinion, as normalized complacency. But that's that's what it is to me. It's 
it sounds like to me. From the point of view of parents, <laughs> okay, the family is a family of procreation. The goal of which is to produce and tolerate and socialize children. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I mean, yeah, but now you're talking like Sigmund Freud, and all you want to do is fucking repopulate the planet from a male perspective. But I don't know about that. Um, whatever. However, producing children, there you go, is a lot of fun, and it's expensive as fuck. However, producing children is not the only function of the family, no shit. In societies with, with a sexual division of labor, marriage, and a resulting relationship between two people, it is necessary for the formation of an economically productive household. Okay, so y'all need to send that to the government right there. Tell them to quit spending a gajillion, bazillion dollars, taxing the shit out, shit out of us, putting us into fear, in tyranny, and uh, um, shipping our jobs <laughs> to people that make a tenth of we, what we do. I had a really good conversation with somebody yesterday, but kind of like about this, and I'm going to elaborate on that. Total stranger, sitting right next to him. We had a really good conversation. Um, dystopian, too. It's coming, if it ain't here already. Uh, size of the family. The total fertility rate of women varies from country to country from a high of 6.7 children. Jesus Christ. What else? Is that how you doing? Is having sex all day? Born in Niger to a low of 0.81 in Singapore. Well, Asia is like overpopulated. So, I mean, I get that. Fertility is low in most Eastern European and Southern European countries. In high and most suburban sub-Sahara African countries, well, yeah, there's not much to do except play Hydaweenie, so I can't get that, right? I mean, whatever. Um, blah, 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 blah. Multi-generational family. I really don't want to hear about procreation. I get all that. Uh, I never wanted to have kids and kids and kids and more kids. And in quite a fact, in matter of factly, my kids were oopses. Bottle tequila and like, oops, uh, okay. I mean, come on, I'm being honest, man. I said this to my daughter, well, to my wife, and she was in earshot, which was not the appropriate thing to say, but I'm being perfectly honest. And accused my wife of trapping me. And, um, and, uh, how our kids were a mistake, but I didn't say it exactly that way. I just like, I, I said that they weren't planned, you know? So, um, sorry. I mean, I wasn't, I, I, that doesn't offend me. Even if two people were having sex and having a great time and I was a result of that, then fucking knock your shit out, man. That's fine with me. But I'm not going to take it personally like, oh, you mean there wasn't rose petals and a bubble bath and a nice glass of champagne and it was all planned that I was going to be conceived on March 2nd. Oh, that's when I was born. So nine months before that, whatever the fuck that was, my consumption date wasn't planned and absolutely perfect. Nope. 
You were conceived in the back of the pickup truck with a bottle of booze. Oh, okay. Well, I, so? He's like... <coughs> wow. Whatever. I got news for you. Most of us got on this planet that way. So, <laughs> whatever. Uh, let's see. Multi-generational family. Historically, the most common family type was one in which grandparents, parents, and children lived together as a single unit. Holy fuck, really? That drive me crazy. Hmm. For example, a household might include the owners of a farm. Well, farm I could deal with. I mean, Jesus. I'm out of here. I'm going to the barn. I'm going for a drive to the store that's 10 miles away. One or more of their adult children, the adult child spouse, and the child's adult child's own children. Oh, my God. What's your grandchildren? Members of the extended family are not included in this group. Sometimes skipped generation families, such as grandparents, living with their grandchildren are included. In the U.S., this arrangement declined after World War II. Huh. Maybe that's a problem. Or maybe that was the problem. I don't know. Either it was the problem or dispersing it was the problem. I don't know. Reaching a low point of ni- in 1980. Oh, okay. What about one out of every eight people in the United States lived in a multi-generational family? One out of eight. What is that? It's not even 1%. Or is it? No, it's more than 1%. My math fuck, my math really sucks. Because 1 out of 10 would be 1%. <clears throat> right? No. 1 out of 10 would be 10%. See what I mean? 1 out of 100 would be 1%. Right? So 1 out of 10 would be 10%. So it was under... <clears throat> no, it was a little more than 10%. Whatever the hell that is. Probably around 15. Right? Doesn't matter. Uh, The numbers have risen since then with one in five people in the U.S. living in a multi-generational family uh, as of 2016. Oh, so maybe it is the problem. The increasing popularity is partly driven by demographic changes and the economic shifts associated with the boomerang generation. What, to keep coming back? Is that what that means? The boomerang generation. In Western culture is the generation of young adults graduating high school and college in the 21st century. They are so named for the percentage of whom choose to share a home with their parents after previously living on their own, thus boomeranging back, I guess, to their house. I don't know. I'm not going to click on it because there's more. Back to their so-called family. Well, maybe that's... You know, I don't know. I could not, I know I could not live with my wife, my kids, my parents, my kids' kids. I would definitely go fucking insane. No, no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. Um, because I'm not going to play psychologist here, but I'm going to. How are you going to break the dysfunctional habit when you got the people that put you through a living hell raising you, whatever that may be, 
and they're still in the family structure as far as geographically and interacting with you because that's still your normalized complacency, which was passed down to you and you try to break that, but you can't because it's still there because the asshole that did whatever they did to you is living with you. So now you got that generation, which is your parents. Then you got you, then you got your kids and then you got your kids, kids. It's like, Jesus Christ. No, sorry. No wonder why everything's fucked up. It's called hypnotic rhythm. We're going we're gonna to figure out why everything's all fucked up, guys. How do you like that? More than somebody else is doing. Multi-generational households are less common in Canada because <coughs> we're too busy drinking Molson and going hunting. Ah, yay. Yeah, I hate her, eh? Where's my Molson, eh? Where's the, where's the moose? Where's my 12-gauge? It's cold in here, eh? Multi-generational households are less common in Canada. We're about 6% of people living in Canada are living in multi-generational families as of 2016. But the proportion of multi-generational households was increasing rapidly, driven by increasing numbers of Aboriginal families, immigrant families, and high costs in some regions. No shit. Okay, so that's going to, obviously, this is going to increase. Unless you're going to be an asshole and throw your parents in an old folks home or say no to somebody that really needs help. Um, oh man. Nuclear family. The term nuclear family is commonly used to refer to con conjugal families. A conjugal family. What does that mean? Marriage. <clears throat> marriage also matrimony. Or wedlock is a culturally and often legal, yeah, oh yeah, I'm fucking about your fucking ass, legally recognized union. I don't think the state should be involved in that. You want to get into family court matters that are all fucked up and probably are the reason or reasons mostly why you're all miserable? Or do we? We, we don't want to go that deep into it. No, I'll just say this. You know, divorce court and everything is just so fair and 50%. And it doesn't fuck the kid up because you're tearing them apart or her apart between mom and dad. And then mom says this to the kid or dad says that to the kid about mom or about dad and just totally fucks the kid up. No, we, we don't want to talk about that. <clears throat> it's not a problem at all. Marriage, also called matrimony or wedlock is a culturally <clears throat> and often legally recognized union between people called spouses. What happened to it? It just disappeared. Oh, sorry. It establishes rights. What are those? Can, can you answer to me how you can lose your rights? It's like, Losing your balls or your, I don't want to get into private parts, your eyeball or your left arm. How do you lose your rights? Oh, you lost, unless you're thrown in prison. But even then, I mean, <clears throat> you're still a human being, God given rights. 
rights by the Constitution. Do we want to get into this? Not really. Although we could. I got all fucking day, man. Uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. It establishes rights and obligations between them. Yeah, that's pretty powerful right there. It establishes rights and obligations between them, as well as between them and their children, and between them and their in-laws. Oh, my God, why'd you have to bring them into it? It is considered a cultural unveiling, and I'm not going to click on it because it goes, you can do your own homework. I just type family in Wikipedia. A conjugal family includes only the spouses and unmarried children who are not of age. Some sociologists distinguish between conjugal families, this is what I'm going to call it, relatively independent of the kindred of parents and of other families in general and nuclear families, which maintain relativity close ties with their kindred kindred other family structures with, for example, blended parents, single parents, <laughs> impossible. I mean, can be done, but impossible domestic partnerships. Okay have begun to challenge the normalcy of the nuclear family. There is no normalcy of the nuclear family. I got, I got newsflash for you. There is no, there is not one family, including my, I, I will say this. And of course, here we go. Cause it's me, my family, my wife and two kids was a wonderful, heartfelt, very close family until my kids turned 18 and everything went to fucking hell. Okay? So I'm going to tell you. Regardless of that or other than that, I have not seen one family that's perfect. They all have their character defects without taking their inventory. They all have their problems. So this illusion of family or a nuclear family or any of these fucking families, I don't, I don't care what title you put on it, blended parents, single parents, domestic partnerships, yada, 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 fuck them, same sex parents, fucking whatever. Love is love, okay? See, And that's actually, I haven't even seen that word in here. That's really basically what's missing. I don't know what the problem is, but definitely <laughs> love is not there most of the time. Single parent family. A single parent family consists of one parent together with their children where the parent is either widowed, divorced, and not remarried or never married. The parent may have sole custody of the children or separated parents may have shared parenting arrangements where the kid divide their time or the children divide their time, possibly equally between two different single parents, families, 
or between one single parent family and one blended family. What's a blended family? What's the is a, a step family is a family where at least one parent has children that are not biologically related to their spouse. Either parent or both may have children from previous relationships or marriages. Two known classifications for step families include simple step families and blah, 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 blah. It goes on. Okay, I get the idea. As compared to sole custody, physical, mental, and social well-being of children may be improved by shared parenting arrangements and by children having greater access to both parents. Okay, so... I agree with that, but okay. So they can't coexist when they're married, which takes its toll on a kid or kids. But then when you're divided living with somebody else, which really confuses the fuck out of them, that's more of that time supposed to be better for them. Hmm. Okay. The number of single parent families have been increasing. No shit. I can, I can tell you that. About half of all the children in the United States will live in single parent family, in a single parent family at some point, before they reach the age of 18. See, I, I accomplished my goal. I accomplished my, not goal, responsibilities, duties, expectations i got my kids to 18 whatever happens after that is fucking on them man just like anybody else it's really sad though half uh most single parent families are headed by a mother but the number of single parents headed by fathers is increasing. Hmm. Matrifocal family. Matrifocal family structure is one where mothers had families and fathers pay less, pay a less important role in the home and bringing up the children. What kind of horseshit is that? What? You know, this is, this is starting to turn into like a business hierarchy by department compartmentalize which fucks everything up well it's your mom and she does this and uh, and which is really i mean true i mean mom mom is a house manager that doesn't get fucking paid and a babysitter for that matter and a dad goes out and busts his ass and provides and protects but i don't think one pays plays less of a more important role than the other I think that's crack shit right there. It's equal. Is it fair? Fuck no. Is it a pain in the ass? Fuck yeah. Does it take every single second of your time and resources of your entire fucking life? Yes. You know, I, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing this shit. Okay. I just got to defend single moms, single dads, people that decide to have children, families, the family structure, I have to say this, I am sick and tired of hearing, well, if I have a kid, 
if we have a kid, it's going to fuck up my career. That is the biggest myth and lie I could ever. And, and I've heard this, especially in the music industry or entertainment industry. Kids are going to destroy your, your career. <coughs> really? Huh? How many songs have been written about raising your fucking kids or ready to kill them or just they're the greatest thing on the planet to you and you'll protect them at all costs. How many songs have been written about that? I don't know how many songs have been written about deciding not to have kids or boarding kids. I mean, that's your decision. I'm not getting into that. That's your call. All in the illusion of that's going to fuck up my career. I'm going to tell you something. If it wasn't for my wife at the time, having my kids which gave me the motivation to be a better person, be a better dad, be a better husband, be a better provider. I never would have started my own business because that motivated me to do that. They were a reason for my being. Kids aren't materialistic fucking things. I don't care what the legal system says however it's worded that whatever property probably somehow some way property which will be divided equally and fairly and responsibly fiscally responsible equally and fairly some shit like that in the divorce decree it's a person man you want to argue whether it's a baby or not before it comes out I'm not getting into that discussion. I'm getting into a discussion where I'm just sick and tired of hearing, oh, are you going to have a kid? This is going to fuck up your life or you won't have a career. It's like, really? That, especially nowadays, you can do your job from the sitting on the fucking toilet for Christ's sake. Uh, really? I'm just sick of it. And I, and I know there's organizations and good companies that have daycare center. I, I Here's the problem that I know for sure. So I busted my ass to make sure my wife stayed at home to raise my kids for one main re well, for two, for a lot of reasons, but one, I don't trust anybody raising my kids. And God knows what they did with the, if they did anything to them, I, I'm not even going to go there. So I protected my children by having their mother stay at home, which was an agreeable thing. It was like, oh, you're staying home. Well, she wanted to stay home. She was a great mother, a great mother to a point, but let's just keep this nice and real. Great mother. So I busted my fucking ass to make sure that my kids were raised by their mother. 
And then I would come home from work and for a short period of time, she was a hostess at a restaurant and she'd go out and work too, which probably was, you know, maybe good for her. I don't know. You'd have to ask her um, to get out of the house and get away from the kids and, you know. Um, Cause I, cause I thought it was my duty and I still do or would is you protect and provide for that kid. And I swear to God, if we had $20 left over from the week by me just being sole income provider, which I was oppressed and never paid. And I still haven't been paid for my abilities and expertise in my career. To provide for my kids and my wife in a safe family environment with little or no dysfunctionality. The dysfunctionality came after my kids had their free will and their choice to do and pick the people they had in their lives, which fucked up mine. And the reality of it is who can afford daycare? What? You want 200 bucks a week to watch my kid for, for what? Then I got to worry about, you know, what are you doing to my kid? Possibly. That'll scar them emotionally for life. Fuck you. You can't, you can't fix that. So why take a risk in exposing it to them? Uh, so anyway, that, that's my, that's my view of a quote unquote family, but my family motivated me, changed my life. It's 23 years old. I got married as 24 years old. I got married in 1988, 24 years old, stayed married for 27 years our daughter was uh, three or four or five, I don't know, she was 1985, four or five years old when we got married. Because we wouldn't want to get married until if for sure we knew we were going to stay married, which mm, kind of wrong on that one. But 27 years is nothing to shake a stick at. 30 years with the same woman, loyally and... Uh, um. I didn't cheat on her. I don't fucking word you want to use. So in any way, shape or form. And I don't even want to get into that because it's just such a self-destructive decision. You're an idiot. I was watching a movie last night because I was going through movies and it was called A Pound of Flesh with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now I like him. And he was, you know, it was a little bit too overacting and too too much of a hard ass kick ass, you know, martial artist movies. But this one it was called A Pound of Flesh and it was good. And there was a scene where 
it came out where Jean-Claude Van Damme slept and impregnated his brother's wife. <laughs> Why in God's name? <sighs> so anyway. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, vows are vows to another person and to God. Or the Easter Bunny or Fat Ass Santa Claus. doesn't matter. You vowed to another person in something else. Not to mention in front of a reverend or priest or pastor or whatever. So, and the congregation, actually, if you really want to think about it. Uh, I don't want to think about it because I'm thinking too much. Okay, a matrifocal, matrifocal family consists of a mother and her children. Generally, these children are biological offspring, although adoption of children occurs in nearly every society. This kind of family occurs commonly when women have the resources to rear their children by themselves or when men are more mobile than women. As a definition, a family or domestic group is matrifocal when it is centered on a woman and her children. Okay, why, wh where, where would there be any other instance? Why, then, why doesn't that just say, well, it says a family or domestic group is a matrifocal. Why does it even have to be defined as that? It's a, that's just a family, is it not? It should say, as, as a definition, a family or domestic group is when it is centered on a woman and her children. In this case, the father of these children are intermittently present in the life of the group and occupy a secondary place. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not going to work. Uh, the children's mother is not necessarily the wife of one of the children's fathers. The name matrifocal was coined in Guana, G-U-I. ANA, but is defined differently in other countries. For Nair families, the family have the male is the center or the head of the family, either the stepfather, father, brother, rather than the mother. Okay, I don't get that either. So you got to have a boss. See, here we go. It's got to be a business hierarchy. You need a president, CEO, CFO, vice president. It's a fucking family, man. I never looked at me being a hot, and most people do, but I never looked at it as like, yeah, I'm the leader and provider of the house, but I don't trump over my wife. Like, for instance, if, you know, she made a decision with the kids I wouldn't come home and override it and go, oh, no, you shouldn't have done that. You should have done this. You know, I was like, what? Hey, you want to stay home and watch these fucking kids all day long and not get paid for it and lose your goddamn mind because they don't listen. They ask why, 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 ma? Why can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? Every single fucking day. And you're going to tell me how to do my job. You can fuck off. You'd have as much 
right to say that as your wife saying, well, how is work, honey? Oh, well, this, that, whatever, right? Oh, well, you should have done it this way. It's like, what? No, no. It's a team. It's a team. Just like an NFL team. I'm a big, huge team management person. The quarterback of an NFL team doesn't tell the middle linebacker what he should or shouldn't have done. Middle linebacker doesn't tell a quarterback what he should or shouldn't have done. You don't do that. And one isn't better than the other, although argumentative. It's a team. You're a fucking team. And that is what's missing in the family structure. It's a fucking team. And your kids aren't, I mean, they're kids. Don't get me wrong. But I never looked at kids below me. They're little people. They're little people that are innocent and their minds are wide open. And whatever you do to them, you're programming them or indoctrinating them or fucking them up. But they're little people and are looking to you to give them some guidance in, in the tools to be the best human they can possibly be. Like, no, shut up. You don't, you're not getting your cookies. You listen, go to your room. You know, kids are pain in the ass. And they are. They're a pain in the fucking ass. But the first thing I would do when I came home, regardless of how dog shit tired I was, I would spend time and play and wrestle with my kids. And of course, spend time with the wife. And then we would eat dinner when we could together. And then we would watch movies together. And then of course, intimate time with my wife, which is in the bedroom. I mean, it's really the only fucking place you had to, you could have it. Unless, you know, hear bang on the door, like my, Mom, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> uh, go to bed. But nine times out of ten, they were scared and they wanted to crawl in the bed with you. So it's like, you know, it's like, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But you don't, you don't take it out on them. You were a kid too. And don't want, don't you want your kid to be in a better Family structure than you were? Because I sure the fuck did. Don't have kids if you don't want that responsibility. Because that's what's going to happen. Kids will suck the fucking life out of you. Especially two or three or four or five or whatever. It It's a bridge that once you go over, you cannot cross back. And if you blame your life on your kids... That's on you. If you blame your lack of your career because you had kids, that's on you. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Whether you had kids or not doesn't fucking matter. It's all on you. And like I said, it motivated me. And at the age of 24, getting married, nah, I had a responsibility for protecting and providing for my family and it shot me into the stratosphere. If it was just me, like, like now I can give two flying fucks how much money I make. Cause it's just me. But I think that that's a greed, selfish decision 
that you don't want a family because you think it's going to ruin your career. In fact, and there's countless stories that it's quite the contrary. But that's your decision that you have to live with, not me. That's I know what I did. I know what worked, and it fucking worked. That's all I can tell you. Totally changed me to be a responsible, hardworking, even more ethical. All those traits came out when I was a dad and a husband because I had a fucking job to do, and I was going to do it. So it made me a better person because I got people that are dependent on me. And then try starting a company and a business. Not only do you have that now, you got people that you're providing for in a job and employing that have to do what you do now. So it's, it's a very high responsible and I don't even want to say stressful because if you're doing it and it's the right thing to do and it makes you happy, then it's not stressful. But I had no problem with that. I had 10 people, at least maybe 12, maybe more dependent on me. Not to mention customers like, well, Tim, if I don't make my bonus, I can't feed my kids. I don't know how many times I heard that one. It's like, well, you know, I'll do what I can, but I can't give shit away. I got a family to take care of and that's called business and that's called market and that's called this and that's called that. But your bonus structure is not my fucking problem. Whatever. It just, when I get pressured and the responsibility thereof to take care of other people and look out for other people when it comes to their livelihood, that's when I excel. But right now, I, I mean, I'm stuck. I'm stuck because of that very reason. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I got nobody to, if I don't go to work, guess who ends up homeless? Me. If I don't start a company, then some people won't be taken care of. But if I do start a company, then I'm going to have people dependent on me to make sure they get a paycheck and I would thrive because I like seeing people succeed and rising above and breaking a hypnotic rhythm and getting stuck in a dead end job every single fucking day. And I saw the changes I made in people's families. And nobody can take that from me. They can try. They can't take that though. They can take everything else, but they can't take that. Uh, extended family. The term extended family is also common, especially in the United States. This term has two distinct meanings. One, it serves as a synonym of consanguinal family. Consanguin means of the same blood. Oh, here we go. Where 
family's blood and blood's family. And if you don't do this, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kill you. Love you. No offense, but you're dead. Number two in societies dominated by the conjugal family. It refers to kindred, an egocentric network of relatives that extends beyond the domestic group who do not belong to. Oh, that sounds like the mob. Hmm. These types refer to the ideal or normative structures found in uh, particular societies. Any society will exhibit some variation in the actual composition and conception of families. Historically extended families were the basic family unit in the Catholic culture. Oh, fuck. No wonder why it's fucked up. And countries such as Southern Europe and Latin America. Is she care there? And in Asia, Middle East, Eastern and Eastern Orthodox countries. Man, no wonder why everything's fucked up. Why can't it just be family? We're family. This is ridiculous. But it's it it sheds light on things. Because this is the real world, man. This is Wikipedia. This is like um Linux. You know, this is outsourcing information and people put their shit in here. So this is real. This is a real source. This isn't CNN, Fox News, someone's opinions, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is what's going on in our society right now because society put this here. That's why I use it. Plus, I was told to use it. And I don't want to go any deeper into that. Family of choice. The term family of choice, oh, that's interesting because I thought they said you can't pick your family. Hmm. This is going to be interesting. The term family of choice. Okay, what does that mean? Also known as chosen family, I thought you couldn't choose your family. Found family, kith or in kin or hanai, H-A-N-A-I, family is a term that refers to non-biologically related people, group of people established to provide an ongoing social support. Unlike a family or origin, a family of choice is not based on chosen bonds. What? Okay, I'm confused on that one. Let's go. On. Let's just keep going here. The term "family of choice," also sometimes referred to as a chosen family or a found family, is common with the LGBT community, veterans, individuals who have suffered abuse, <laughs> and those who have no contact with biological parents. Ah, see, so you can pick and choose your family. It refers to the group of people in an individual's life that satisfies the typical role of family as a support system. The term differentiates between the family of origin, which is the biological family, or that in which people are raised, and those who actively assume that ideal role. Interesting. And that's where I'm at right there. That's fucking exactly where I'm at. The family of choice may or may not include some or all of the members of the family origin. This family is not one that follows the normal familiar family structure like having a father, a mother, and children. Titles, positions, company, hierarchy. I don't necessarily agree with this, but 
it's interesting, is it not? This is a family, is a group of people that rely on each other like a family or origin would, or maybe like a cult. Oh, this terminology, ter this terminology stems from the fact that many LGBT individuals, upon coming out, face rejection and shame from families that they were raised in. That is true. The term family of choice is also used by individuals in the 12 step communities. Okay. Yeah. Who create close knit family ties through the recovery process. I would also add in there churches, organizations, um, people that you have affinity with. That's the only place you're going to get support. Uh, as a family system, families of choice face unique issues. No shit. Without legal safeguards, <laughs> what does that mean? Families of choice may struggle when medical, educational, or governmental issues fail to recognize their legitimacy. Fuck the government. You know, I, <laughs> if you think the government is going to, oh my God, here we go. If you think the government is going to help you, and in fact, they're more counter family productive than anything. Just look at the tax structure. Oh, wait a minute. You're married. It, there are some people that won't get married because they'll get taxed at a higher income bracket. If they stay single and individual, how fucked up is that? If you think the government's going to fix your problems, you're just insane. Someone tell you right now, you are going to fix your problems. Get that through your thick head, whatever. And people are going to fuck it up. And the government's going to make it harder. That, that's it right there. Period. If members of the chosen family have been disowned by their family of origin, which I'm getting that title for sure, uh, they may experience surrogate grief, displacing anger, loss, and anxious attachment onto their new family. True. This is why. I haven't had a serious relationship in almost five years. And I don't even know if my last one was serious. So I don't know. So my last serious relationship was, well, I've had one and that's my perspective of it. I mean, when you bring the word marriage up, not me, her, uh, I think that's, that, that could be considered serious. I just maybe silly me. I don't know. I mean, if I uttered the words to somebody, I'm going to marry you. Um, yeah, I would say that's kind of serious, but what do I know? So let's just say whether it was or wasn't irrelevant. Um, but it was one time in seven years beside after my divorce. People that don't get their shit straight, and that's a lifelong effort. If they carry their baggage into their new relationship, it's not going to work. Period. I see people. They either marry the person that they were allegedly unfaithful within their marriage and then kind of like, well, we need to wait. You know, it's going to be obvious, but we need to wait you know, just a little bit like a couple years. Uh, before we get married. So, you know, I could say, well, we could say we waited two, three, four years, get married. 
Well, yeah, but you fucked around with that, that person in your marriage. You really didn't do yourself anything. My ex-wife got remarried very quickly into a serious relationship within six months, which I told her she was going to do because I know her better than she does. No, I won't. I love you. I always love you and blah, 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 blah. I go, you're going to have a boyfriend in six months to get fucking married. Don't, don't, don't even. <laughs> Duh. Because um, I know her. She never, never lived alone. She never focused on her. Um, like, why am I divorced? What happened? No, it just got all replaced. Without issues that she never dealt with. It's not going to go away. If you want your next relationship to be long lasting and meaningful, I would spend at least a year alone, go to therapy, find out why the fuck you're where you're at and what happened. Find some friends, find some new friends, maybe geographically move, uh, but you need to work on you because if you just jump into a relationship or have the illusion of, well, see, we waited four years to get married. Well, yeah, but you were fucking around with them during your marriage, man. I mean, I, that's why you're not married. And why are you not married? All because he was an asshole or she was a bitch. Or is it? Oh, okay. So it was all their fault. Uh, but you married them. Well, yeah, but you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you're just going to carry all that, like this thing says, the anger and the, the hurt, the grief of um, a divorce. Uh, if you even accept the feelings that you're, experiencing and you just either suppress them or you deflect them or you just find somebody else to fuck your brains out with. And then, you know, Oh yeah, let's get married. I was like, wait a minute. You're really, you just got divorced. Well, I know, but we'll just wait a couple of years. You know, make, make it look like I waited. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would, I would honestly, although I don't agree with a lot of this crap, I, I, uh, the family of choice, that's exactly where I'm at right now. I am going to choose who is in my family, Ohana. Because the other way, sure as fuck didn't work out for me, as I sit here, like a lot of you is, I don't know what's worse, sitting here alone with nobody to celebrate Christmas with, or being around people that you can't fucking stand. I don't know. Regardless, neither one of them is a good place to be for you. It's probably mostly out of compliance because you can't choose your family. And I'm saying, yes, you can. You want to go through life fucking miserable? Or do you want to pursue uh, your God-given right to peace and happiness? It's up to you. It's not easy. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I would rather be here than in Chicago with my fucked up. My therapist told me, Tim, don't be part of the circus. 
So if you want to be part of the circus, so be it. You're choosing your own misery. Don't blame anybody but you. So I'm going to tell you. Blended family. The term blended family or step family. I don't like that word, man. I mean, I'm a step kid. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Shouldn't fucking matter. I don't like this, but whatever. Everything's got to have a title, doesn't it? The term blended family or step family describes families with mixed parents. One or both parents remarried, bringing children of the former family into the new family, like the Brady Bunch, right? Also in sociology, <laughs> just so you know, you can't, you can't figure out society, sociology. I told my wife that when she took it. I go, you're, you're taking a topic that can't be figured out. You know that, right? Behavior of people? <laughs> Good luck. Uh, particularly in the works of social psychologist Michael Lamb. Michael Lamb is a professor and former head of then Department of Social and Development, Developmental Psychology at the University of Cambridge in 2003. Lamb was the recipient of the 2003-2004 James McKean Cattell Fellow Award from the Association for Psychological Science. Congratulations. I'm sure his family's perfect. Traditional family refers to a middle-class family with a breadwinning father and a stay-at-home mother married to each other and raising their biological children. And a non-traditional, two exceptions to this rule. There should be no exceptions to the rule. What's wrong with this? Traditional family refers to a middle-class family. And we're not even that anymore, but let's just pretend we are. A middle-class family with a breadwinning father and a stay-at-home mother married to each other and raising their biological kids. What's wrong with that? That's a, that's a fan. See, that's, that's a family. And regardless of what y'all think, you can think what you want. That's where it started. It originated from that. For the most part, I'm sure there's couples out there that met each other and they weren't married. And well, no, that's impossible because you wouldn't have kids. Yeah. You had to, you had to have some type of bonding, whether it's legally on paper as a marriage certificate or license or whatever, you had to start somewhere. So if two people get together and they have kids, then they had a family. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that traditional family because traditional nowadays is being attacked and canceled. And, uh, somehow that would probably looked, would be frowned upon. When in fact, it should just say family. Family refers to a middle-class family with a breadwinning father and a stay-at-home mother married to each other and raising their biological children. And then non-traditional to exceptions to this rule. So it's a rule. This is a rule. This is a rule. The dad must be the breadwinner and the, the mom must stay at home. That's bullshit right there. The mom can be the breadwinner and dad can play Mr. Mom. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter to me. The point of it is, this is a family, family, family. 
not traditional, non-traditional, this, that, fucking whatever, because all these other titles are derivatives of a family being destroyed. So all of this stuff exists because you failed at your family, your original family. The reason for those failures are what you need to figure out. And then these other titles and situations are derivatives from thereof. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't stay married to somebody that, <laughs> that abuses you mentally or physically, or you're just not happy or in love anymore. I mean, I get that, but that should be a rarity. And, uh, and you always hear the term, you don't know somebody until you live with them or you marry him. Um, perhaps, but this is really the truth here. You don't know who you married until you divorced them. That's some scary shit. And it's very sad. When you're going through a divorce, the true colors of people come out. That's all I can tell you. And all the, all the latent problems and baggage they've had ever since they were a little kid all comes out because that's their default programming or indoctrination or dysfunctionality from their family structure that they never addressed. And it all comes out and guess what? Guess who's the target in the focal point? You that you loved and vowed and provided for their fucking ass for 27 years and procreated and raised two great kids. And you're the fucking target. It's your fault. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one coming, but okay. Sure. If, if you want to sacrifice me or me be the scapegoat, so be it. That's on you, man. But it's going to be a cold day in fucking hell before I ever get married again. And not because I don't want to. Because of what I just said. I mean, how do you really know what you're getting into and who this person really is? And then even worse, you go to a psychiatrist, they put you on drugs and they go, oh, well, we can't really touch that because you're not going to be able to handle it in your body, um, in your mind. Uh, has buried that and made you forget it. So we just need to leave that lie. That's fucking bullshit. I am not a Scientologist. Uh, I agree with some things that, that they do, um, but they're pretty clear. I read the book Dianetics. They're pretty clear, and I do agree with this. You can't let that shit wallow because whether you admit it or see it or even know this, there's something that's going to trigger all that buried shit to come out. And you know what makes that come out? Loss, anger, resentment, scorn. It all comes up and guess what? 
someone's going to be on the receiving end of that. And you know what? That was me. Anyway, I got to pee. And I got I to get some coffee. I'll be right back. All right, so while I'm thinking about it, I do not have the chat rooms open, so don't think I'm ignoring you. I'm not looking at them, and I don't know if there's one person in there or a thousand. I am not opening the chat room until I'm done because it will go in a direction as the chat room usually does, which I don't have a problem with, but I don't want that to happen yet. So patience is a virtue, and I will go through the comments. Um, uh, critics of the term traditional family <laughs> okay, point out that in most cultures and at most times the extended family model has been most common not the nuclear family what's the extended family extended family is that extends beyond the nuclear family of parents and their children to include aunts, uncles Grandparents, cousins, and other relatives all living nearby or in the same household. Particular forms include the stem and joint families. I, I see, I don't that's family to me. Family is family. Okay. And extended family. I don't get that term. I mean, there's degrees of separation. It's kind of like this is a corporation. No, this is the extended corporation. It doesn't make any sense to me. You could have subsidiaries and LLCs and whatever. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's an extension of our corporation. It's really not our corporation. It's a sub S under, or it's an LLC under our sub S corporate structure. What whatever. No, there is no extended family. You're either fucking family or you're not. Period. Whatever. 
Uh, bum, 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 bum. It is the, the extended model has been most common, not the nuclear family, though it has been. What's a nuclear family? Is it like, is that coming from the Cold War? And it was just all he is waiting for the bomb to go off, which is kind of like happening now. And you're, you're just like in your house because you're fear mongered by fear. Oh, if you do not do it, I say I'm going to shove a missile up your ass, which is coming really close. Again. The extended family model has been the most common and not the nuclear family, though it has had a longer tradition in England than in other parts of Europe and Asia, which contributed to large numbers of immigrants to the Americas. The nuclear family has become the most common from the form of U.S. in the 60s and the 70s. Okay, so I'm going to say something that's going to shock the shit out of a lot of people. I believe in rule of law. I, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've been looking into some things here and it's like, wow, this is what's legal and not legal. Oh, okay. And, and who determines enforcement or not? Which is unfair. It's either rule of law for everybody. You're not above the law or you don't. Okay. And that goes into illegal immigration. Okay. That's it. Now, here you go. The people that are migrating, I'll be nice, migrating from Mexico to here are very family oriented, Christian based family people. Uh, you can say, oh, no, no, the cartels, you know, this and that, and the drugs and fentanyl. I think I'm talking about the legitimate people that want to come here to have a better life. And those people are hardworking. They want to provide for their families. They want to do the right thing. For all intents and purposes, they are great, wonderful people. We need that here. Your, your little ploy, as I see this, your little ploy to extend and treat people that are sneaking into this country against the law and giving them things where you got veterans that busted their fucking ass. They're all fucked up. They got PTSD and are holding a goddamn sign in the street during Christmas or Christmas day with no one to spend it with. And you won't help them, but you'll help people bringing them in here and breaking the law and thinking you're helping them. And in fact, all you want is their vote in the future. That's a horrible way to treat a person. When people come into this country and they have more rights and are given more benefits than first, second, third, fourth generation Americans, there's a problem, man. That's a problem. You are taking advantage of these poor people to retain your power. I don't give a flying fuck what you say. You know why? Because second, third, fourth generation people and veterans aren't going to believe your bullshit. But these people have no place to go. And they're trying to flee from a horrible political environment and oppressive country. And they want to come here and live the American dream. 
and you are taking advantage of that. And I know these people have no shame. They don't care. They just want to get reelected 15,000 times, make a gazillion dollars on, again, the backs of people that they oppress. And when it's in the illusion of helping them or guys thereof, shame on you. So that's enough of them. Uh, boom, 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 boom. In terms of communication patterns and families, oh, really? There's families that actually communicate? There are certain, there are a certain set of beliefs within the family that reflect how its members should communicate and interact. <laughs> yeah, like doing it. These family communication patterns arise from two underlying sets of beliefs, one being conversation orientation, the degree to which the importance of communication is valued, and two, conformity orientation the degree to which families should emphasize similarities or differences regarding attitudes, beliefs, and values, which is always argumentative. You don't talk about religion, politics, and money, especially on a day like today. Everybody gets together. Oh, you see crazy, what crazy Biden did? And, or, oh, do you see what uh, crazy Trump did? And, uh, you know, he's going to go to prison and get a lot, get arrested for a uh, insurrection. I'm like, holy fuck, guys, just shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> and God forbid you have a disagreement. Blended families is complex, ranging from set families to cohabitating families and individual living with guardians who are not married or step or half siblings. While it is not too different from step families, cohabitating families pose a pro prevalent psychological effect on youths. You bet your ass. Wait, who's who's the flavor of the month for dad? Who's the who's the flavor of the month for mom? Hmm. I don't know. See, I won't even do that because I don't want to fuck up a kid, man. If I find a woman, I don't know. I just must be a hopeless romantic in a traditional family belief person. Although I'm going to choose my family, family of choice, but traditional. I don't want to get involved with this woman and her kids. <clears throat> and in fact, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I've heard stories where a guy comes around or a woman comes around and there's kids and uh, it's not gender specific as far as who's doing what. And uh, they won't even tell their kids they're dating. It's like, oh, why, why is Tim around so much? Oh, he's just a good friend. and. You know, well, why do you spend the night? Well, we had some wine and, you know, I didn't want him driving home. And was, uh, well, why do you sleep in your bedroom? Well, you know, because whatever. But we're not doing anything. <laughs> like, okay. Because kids are stupid. So you're lying to your kids, you know, and it's like, I don't expect you to be a perfect human being, but good Lord. That's why I won't, I'm going to make it about me. Cause I was going to say, you shouldn't do that, but that's up to you. I will not engage with or be a part of 
a woman's life who has kids. They're essentially going to, oh, well, yeah, you won't last a few months. Uh, and, then, and then they don't even want to bond with you because they know you're not going to hang around. And you sure as shit ain't their dad. So I, I would never be in a relationship and go, well, I'm your dad. It's like, no, you're not. It, dad does not make blood. Blood does not make dad. Dad makes dad. And that title should be given to you by kids. Of course, unless we're in a traditional family structure. Yeah, you're my kid. Shut the fuck up. You're my blood and you're going to do what I tell you to do. I mean, you know, that type of authoritarian attitude. But kids have no defense in that because that's the way it is. But when it's not like that, then the kids rule the roost. And they should. You're not my dad. I know I'm not your dad. I never will be your dad unless they bestowed the title onto you. But you're going to have to earn it. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a competition. Because being a dad is being a dad. And when you're a dad, then you're called dad. Otherwise, you're called Tim. Okay. Fair enough for me. I get it. But I, I wouldn't put all that equity and time and bonding into kids. And then for some year, I'm cast out of there and everything's destroyed. And the kids are going to go, fuck, you know, fuck this. And then what are, you, what are you teaching kids as a family structure? You're teaching them that. <laughs> so uh, it, it's all fucked up, man. And then we wonder why Christmas sucks. Really? Uh, blended families is complex ranging from set families to cohabitating families i read all of this um while it's not too different from step families cohabitating families pose a prevalent psychological effect on youths i said that some adolescents would be prone to acts of delinquency and experiencing problems in school ranging from a decrease in academic performance to increased problematic behavior. Well, it sounds like a kid though, but whatever. It coincides with other researches on the trajectories of step families where some experience familyhood, but others lacking connection. That that's does, is that not what I just said? Connection. That's exactly right. Emotional detachment from members with step families contributes to this uncertainty. Thank you. Furthering the tension that these families may establish. Yep. You're not accepted by the kids. I was dating somebody. Okay. Right when I first got divorced. And I, and I liked her. And we were intimate once. And uh, she liked me a lot. I liked her. But her kid hated me. Her kid. She introduced me to her kid. And he fucking hated me. So that was a red flag right there. It's like, you know what? A mother usually picks her kid over a guy. Some don't, and that doesn't turn out. But if you're, 
if your kid doesn't like me, then there's just no way in fucking hell this is going to work. So, and I had some other issues going on and I, and I broke it off and I said it was, I was having tax IRS back tax issues cause I got fucked. And, uh, you know, I said, I just need some, some time to work some things out. I had to sell my mobile home that I just bought to pay off my ex-wife in a decree or I was going to jail. Thank you very much for contempt of court and violating a court order. So, I mean, I had my own shit going on, but it may have been different if the kid liked me and I trust me, I know when someone likes me and when they don't, but I'm not going to ignore that and go, well, I really like this woman and, uh, you know, fuck the kid that fuck the kid kid, the kid. It's like, it's a package deal, man. And, and if you're going to be involved in something and you know the kid don't like you, you're going to put tension in uncomfortable vibes in a situation that you don't belong in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to give it some time and, you know, maybe say, hey, I don't, you know, your kid don't like me, man. I mean, you know, this may be a problem. And, and work it out and go, you know, well, let's just give it some time and see if they warm up to you. I mean, yeah, that's an option. But if you insert and anchor yourself into a situation with somebody that is a kid that doesn't like you, it ain't going to work. I'm just going to tell you right now. And the kid's going to get more fucked up than they are already. I'm just telling you. I'm just fucking telling you. Um, that's why I just buy out bow out and i'm not gonna fight that battle because you're not gonna win the war emotional detachment from members within step families contributes to this uncertainty the transition from an old family to a new family that falls under blended families would also become problematic as the activities that were once performed in the old family may not transfer well within the new family for adolescence i don't think it has anything to do with adolescence it's just kids it's kids in general I mean, when you're an adolescent, it's, things are really fucked up because you're going through all that shit. Well, am I a, a boy or am I a man? Am I a girl or am I a woman? I go, well, it all depends on how much balls you have on your on your balls or how deep your voice is or if you're bleeding from some fucking body part. What? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? That's a rough age, man. 15 is a rough age. It's a rough age, man. Because you're not a kid, but you're not a man. It's like, what? Because you can't do what the little kids are doing, but you can't hang out with the parents either, or, you know, adults. You can't hang out with the adults, but you can't hang out with the kids. Where the fuck do you go? And then you got to deal with this family shit? Good luck. And then nowadays... Nowadays, with identity, uh, whatever, <laughs> I really feel for kids today, man, and especially adolescents. I really do. A monogamous family, I don't know if there is such a thing. A monogamous family is based on a legal or social monogamy. Monogamy is the form of dyadic relationship in which an individual has only one partner. During their lifetime. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Uh, alternately. Only one partner at a time. 
as compared to the various forms of non-monogamy. Okay, so me for me, that's um, I I just can't be intimate with somebody unless I have feelings for them. I just can't. Have I done it? Yeah, and I don't like it. Oh, Tim, I had somebody tell me I live vicariously through you after I got my divorce. And I'm like, you know what? It's overrated. It's overrated. Banging abroad and fucking leaving them or banging them and nothing happens past that is not for me. And I just can't do it. And I've tried. I tried. I I just can't. I mean, if by definition, I'm a monogamous person, I always have been, I always will be. I don't know why. I don't know if it's my indoctrination of being a Christian or this or that or whatever, or how I was raised. Um, I, I honestly don't know if my parents were monogamous. I don't know. I don't really want to go there. Um, but I know they had their problems. And in fact, if you really want to be honest, that's an amazing thing that two people can be that dedicated and that high of the highest bond that you can imagine where you're just loyal to each other spiritually, physically, and mentally. Um, There's a boundary there. You're not sticking your penis in my vagina. I'm married. Sorry. You know, or whatever. I mean, isn't that the ultimate bond, though? I mean, you know, you got love and you got this and googly-eyed. Oh, my God, and I can't stop thinking about you. Know, but really, isn't the ultimate bond sex? I mean, isn't it? Because I think it is. I think it is. But just to do that, that bond without the prior bonding of connection and relationship and spiritual bonding and getting to know each other. And then you finally do do that. Um, and then you keep that between the both of you for the rest of your life. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. I mean, animals, some animals fucking do that. I don't know what species they are. But there are. There's some that only have one mate for the entire life. And I think it's a fucking duck, actually. Among others. It's like, so a duck can do it, but humans can't? And we're the highest advanced, intelligent, top of the food chain species? And a fucking duck can do it. Huh. Okay. You just been insulted by a duck. Polygamy is a marriage that includes more than two partners. Why in God's name you would want that pizza shit out of me? I can could barely handle one woman. Are you crazy? Let alone you women with men. You really? You want another man in your life? Are you insane? Don't answer that. When a man is married to more than one wife at a time, the relationship is called polygamy. And when a woman is married to more than one husband at a time, it's called being a whore. Oh, sorry. It's a joke. It's a joke. And fucking, isn't that fucking ridiculous? Guy does it. Oh, it's no problem. A woman does it. She's a whore. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Uh, and when a man is married to more than one husband at a time, it is called polandry. Polandry is a form of polygamy in which a woman takes two or more husbands at the same time. At the same time? Like same time? Like a threesome sometime? That that kind of sparks my interest. Hmm. Polandry is contrasted with polygamy involving one male and two or more females. Ooh. Stop it. If a marriage involves a plural member of husbands and wives, participants of each gender, then it can be, I don't know, probably called an orgy. It doesn't say though. Um, not a fan, not a fan, but whatever. I'd rather keep it in fantasy land. I've heard stories. Uh, polandry is a form of marriage where, whereby a woman takes two or more husbands at the same time. Fraternal polandry, where two or more brothers are married to the same wife. Oh, that'll make a great Christmas. How the fuck do you do that? Right? You can't even do it with one wife or one ex-wife or whatever. Uh, one traditional family. Uh -huh. Oh, man. I, got, I bet you there's a lot of alcohol which is going to make it worse, but I bet you there is, uh, is a common form of polandry. Polandry was traditionally practiced in areas of the Himalayans mountains. That's a shocker among Tibetans in Nepal in parts of China and in parts of Northern India. And you wonder why China's overpopulated. Polandry is the most common in societies marked by a high male mortality and where males will often be apart from the rest of the family for a considerate period of time. Yeah. Or end up dead. One of the two. Um, terminologies. They actually got family tree hierarchies here. Interesting. This is interesting though. This is kind of what I was saying. Uh, this is terminologies, kinship terminology. In his book, Systems of Consanguinity and Affinity of the Human Family, anthropologist Lewis Henry Morgan performed the first survey of kinship terminologies in use around the world. Although much of his work is now considered dated, <laughs> it shouldn't be outdated. He argued that kinship terminologies reflect different sets of distinctions. For example, most kinship terminologies distinguish between sexes, the difference between a brother and a sister, and between generations, the difference between a child and a parent. Moreover, he argued kinship terminologies distinguish between relatives by blood and marriage, although recently some anthropologists have argued that many societies define kinship in terms of other than blood. I agree with that update or outdatedness. I do agree with that. Morgan made a distinction, distinction between kinship systems that use classificatory terminology and those that use descriptive terminology. Classificatory systems are generally and erroneously, erroneously understood to those that class together with a single term relatives who actually do not have a type of relationship to ego. We, there's no egos in family. What's wrong? No way. What defines alpha males? Mm -mm, doesn't exist. 
Drama bitches, drama queens. I don't know. This is wrong. What defines some type of relationship under such definitions seems to be a genealogical relationship. This is problematic given that any genealogical description, no matter how standardized, employs words, relationships, and those disruptive, wait a minute, words, yeah. No matter how standardized, employs words, relationships, and those descriptive kinship systems that do. Morgan, a lawyer, <laughs> came to make this distinction in an effort to understand Seneca inheritance practices. The Seneca are a group of indigenous uh, Aquarian speaking people who historically lived south of Lake Ontario, one of the five Great Lakes in North America. Their nation was the farthest to the west with six nations in Iroquois, Iroquoian, uh, okay, Iroquois League in New York before the American Revolution. Hmm. Uh, a Seneca man's effects were inherited by his sister's children's rather than his own children. Morgan identified six basic patterns of kinship terminologies. Hawaiian only distinguishes relatives based on sex and generation. Sudanese, no two relatives share the same term. Eskimo, in addition to distinguishing relatives based upon sex and generation, all also distinguishes between linear relatives and collateral relatives. Iroquois, in addition to sex and generation, also distinguishes between siblings of opposite sexes in the parental generation. Krull, a matrilineal system that, with some features of an Iroquois system, but with a skewing future in which generation is frozen for some relatives, and then Omaha, like a crow system, but patrilineal. Okay, man, I don't fucking know. I mean, this is enough. History of theories. The postmodern family. Oh, there's some here that's catching my eye. The postmodern family. Others argue. You know, others argue. What are they talking about? The nuclear family and industrial society. Okay, that preludes this postmodern family. So I guess I'm going to have to read it. It's only three paragraphs. Contemporary society generally views the family as a haven from the world supplying absolute fulfillment. <laughs> Okay, um, Zen and Etzel, Etzel, E-L-T-Z-E-N, Eltzen, Eltzen, discuss the image of the family as haven, a place of intimacy, love. Oh, I stand corrected. There's that word. Love. Love encompasses a range of strong and positive emotional and mental states from the most sublime virtue or good habit the deepest interpersonal affection to the simplest pleasure. An example of this range of meanings is that lo the love of a mother differs from the love of a spouse and on and on and on. Intimacy. 
An intimate relationship is an interpersonal relationship that involves physical or emotional intimacy. Although the, an ultimate, or sorry, although an intimate relationship is commonly a sexual relationship, it also may be a non-sexual relationship involving family, friends, and acquaintances. And trust, trust, <laughs> trust. Trust is the willingness of one party to become vulnerable to another party on the presumption that the trustee will act in ways that will benefit the trustor. In addition, the trustor does not have control over the actions of the trustee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scholars distinguish between generalized trust, which is the extension of blah, 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 blah. Interesting. Yeah, if you want to be ultimately destroyed, trust the wrong person. That's all I can tell you. Because they will use it against you. And your family members. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, during, um, let's see. I'll just start over. Contemporary society generally views the the family as a haven from the world, supplying absolute fulfillment. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But... I don't know if that's a reality. Zen and Edson discuss the image of the family as haven, a piece of intimacy, love, and trust, where individuals may escape the competition of dehumanizing forces in modern society. Whoa. Whoa. Escapism is the mental diversion from unpleasant or boring aspects of daily life. Typically, activities involving imagination or entertainment. Escapism may be used to occupy oneself away from persistent feelings and depression. In general, sadness. Yeah, i.e. drugs, drinking, sex, fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Stupid podcasts. Interesting. During industrialization, the family as a re repository of warmth and tenderness embodied by the mother. Yeah, exactly. Moms are the glue that hold a family together. I don't give a flying fuck what you say. And then when moms don't want to be a mom anymore, then the glue undoes the family. That's all I'm tell you. For whatever reasons, I'm just saying the mom is the glue that holds the family together, period. Uh, stands in opposition to, to the competitive and aggressive world of commerce embodied by the father. Yeah. This might sound sexist, sexist, but I mean, you know, I do agree with this. 